You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Time to lock and load. Time to get control. Time to search for soul and start again. What's up and welcome back to the award-winning Locked on Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked on Bucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DH82 underscore Bucks. Before I introduce our amazing guest, real quickly, I would like to thank all of you, and, and I know David would as well. I don't want to put words in his mouth. We would like to thank all of you that participated in the Pewtercast Awards and voted Locked on Bucks your favorite Buccaneers podcast for 2018. It really, truly does mean a lot. David and I put a lot of work into this. Even in the offseason, we're putting out you know four or five shows a week, and uh, and we work really hard at it. So it, was, it, it really meant a lot to both of us to be voted your favorite. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much. And thank you to Brent and Ren over at the Pewtercast for all the work that they put into their award show. Uh, I know how how tiresome that that probably was. A lot goes into it. Brent's going out and getting trophies made. And, and you know, the, the video that they put on YouTube, please go check it out. A lot of work went into that. And it was really, really well done. So, again, thank you to all of you. And thank you to Brent and Ren over at the Pewtercast. David, you want to you want to touch on that real quick? It's a huge honor. Um, really, not that not something that was expected. Uh, I told Brent when when the nominees were kind of set. We found out a little bit before they announced it on their show who the nominees were going to be, and I was like, "Oh man, that's a great you know that's a great pool of podcasts to be included with." Uh, kind of one of those you know it's just an honor to be to be nominated type of type of situations, and to find out that we won. Uh, it was just was just uh, something that was not expected, like I said, and just a huge honor. So we really we definitely appreciate you guys. But yeah, just just thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And it, it is a grind, like Brent and Ren alluded to on their show, uh, to put out as much uh, content as we do and, and to try to keep it as fresh as possible. Um, you know, we're not here just to make your ears bleed, but it, it's it's all worth it. Just the way you guys interact, and and then of course this is just the cherry on top. So uh, yeah, thank you. All right, and one more bit of house cleaning before we bring on the wonderful. Page Demacos. We have a word from our friends at My Bookie. That's right, they're back because since David and I started this podcast, people have been asking us for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on, and the truth is, we have no idea who's going to win. But if you think you know, you have to check out My Bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why we always tell people to bet with My Bookie. Trust me, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. We would only recommend a service to our listeners that have been good to us. That's why we urge everyone to make their way to My Bookie. You win. They pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy gurus out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. And the Super Bowl is this Sunday. There's going to be prop bets on the national anthem. How many tears roll down Tom Brady's cheek, whether he wins or loses? The color of the Gatorade. It's wild. The crazy bets that you can do at the Super Bowl. So make sure you're checking out all of those over at MyBookie. And when you join now, MyBookie is going to match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code Locked On when creating your account to claim your bonus. You play, 
You win, you get paid. Now, without any further ado, from the Draft Network, from the TD Fantasy Podcast, the one, the only, Paige DeMacos at the underscore sports page, and that's P-A-I-G-E. We welcome her back to the podcast. Paige, how are you? Hi, gentlemen. I'm doing well. Uh, as you well know, and now the listeners will know, I j- just got back from the Senior Bowl, and I'm hopping on a plane to Atlanta. So it's a busy time of the year. It seems like everyone calms down for what is NFL off season, but it really ramps up for people, uh, specifically us people at uh, at the Draft Network, because now's the grind season where we are uh, watching tape and getting ready to prepare for all of our content that we've been doing that kicked off at the Senior Bowl. So uh i'm 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 excited it's a it's a it's an awesome time of the year and and as much as i miss football i do love this time because i love watching people get to uh get to follow their dreams and at the end of the day like as corny as it sounds it's awesome to watch those guys uh get their names called and and get a phone call from uh from whatever gm picks them so i'm excited for this for this time of the year yeah and you guys have done an an amazing amazing job i sent messages i think i sent messages to every single one of you uh, at some point during the Senior Bowl, just give you <laughs> props uh, for for the content you guys put out. I mean, uh, considering it's it's as a, as a network anyway, right? Uh, it's your guys' first first trip there uh, together as an entity, and and you guys you guys just killed it. I've been excited about super the draft appreciated. Number. Yeah, definitely. Um, since John and Trevor, I'm not really sure. I can't remember how they really let it be known, but it's ever since John and Trevor first let it be known they were going to be part of this new. You know, draft network venture. I, I got excited about it just because the the level of work those two guys have put into what they did, and then finding out that Joe Marino, Kyle, Kratt, like I mean, it, it's it's for a draft nerd like me, it's an all star lineup. So, Paige, how was I mean, how was the Senior Bowl? Break it down for everybody who's never had the uh, the ability to go there to to exotic Mobile, Alabama, and take in all the the sights. Exotic is a word I would never use to describe Mobile, uh, but I love that you put it in there. Uh, obviously, being sarcastic. Uh, listen, I spent most of my time, uh, at a football field. And if I wasn't at a football field, I was in a hotel room watching football. So, uh, it didn't really matter where I was because I was going to be doing that no matter what. Uh, for the most part, this was my first experience with the senior bowl. So I always feel like a kid in the candy shop because I, I get to do, you know, I, I'm doing this stuff for the first time and maybe three years from now, if I'm doing it again, I might not think it's as cool, but for me, I had a great time. I loved watching the guys. Um, it was unfortunate that there was some bad weather, so we didn't get the second day of practice, um, which was unfortunate. But we, we got to host some really great content while I was out there. Um, on the second day, instead of uh, watching practice, we did a mock draft, which we all know how mock drafts go. So that was a blast because I love hearing from the fans and seeing what they agree with and what they don't agree with and what they think the strengths and weaknesses of their teams are versus what we uh, assess as the strengths and weaknesses of their team. So that was really fun. And, and it was just overall, it was a good experience because all of us for the first time at the draft network, all working together and, and, and having um, being at the senior bowl. So for me, I, I had a really good time. The only thing that sucked was the weather on day two, but for the most part, it was really fun. And, and me getting to sit up at the, at the top with, the 25 people from the Bears scouting department was probably the icing on the cake. Cause for me, I was like, man, this is, I don't, I don't know that it gets much better than this. I'm, I'm sitting with the team that I grew up as a child watching uh, and loving and sitting with all the scouts that pick the guys that are going to eventually play for, for my team. And uh, that was, that was pretty cool. Now, Penny Hart was the, the Twitter darling, you know, with clip yeah. after clip of just dominating the defensive backs and the practices. But 
you know, with, with the cell phone videos and the social media, things can kind of be taken out of context at some points. And, and someone can look like a superstar because a, a clip goes viral when in reality, maybe they did struggle a little bit. So, you know, behind the scenes, you got to watch Penny Hart up close. You know, you, you were on the ground level. You know, did he look as good as people saw on these, on these clips on Twitter? Yeah, he was the media darling. He was the guy who, you know, came in and wasn't even supposed to be in, you know, invited to this week, but through some injuries and things that happened, he ends up getting the invite um, and outshines all the receivers that were there, uh, embarrassing a lot of corners who we all knew the names of coming into the week. And Penny Hart was kind of the, the, the dark horse guy who came in and there was a lot to be excited about the attention coming in from even all my guys at the draft network who watched these guys very closely was small, didn't really like him a lot. You know, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot to get excited about and left very excited about him. Um, and he was, he was definitely one of those guys that he performed all week long. Uh, everybody was really excited about watching him. And the thing that I would say is, I remember specifically on day three, uh, John Ledyard got a video of him just absolutely dusting uh, Darnell Savage uh, and doesn't catch the pass, but it wasn't his fault because the quarterbacks as a position group looked bad. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think it would, to me, it was even more impressive because to stand out as a wide receiver with such bad quarterback play happening at the senior bowl was nearly impossible. Uh, so I think what that was the, for me, taking a step back and now, reading you can go on the draft network and read benjamin solek's like full breakdown of penny hart and his great week and there's tons of videos and you can you can kind of see the culmination of him dominating the whole week but to me the most impressive part was he's grabbing passes from trace mcsorley and some of these guys who we don't evaluate very highly and i don't think trajectory wise end up in the nfl were very successful in the nfl so imagine what he looks like in an nfl offense lining up in the slot with a guy who is an excellent quarterback. Uh, I, I think that was the probably the most exciting part with me is that he stood out even though there wasn't great quarterback play. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely looking like a good draft season to not have a need at quarterback. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so some of our listeners might be a little confused as to why we're asking about a wide receiver, right? The Buccaneers had one of the one of the better passing attacks in the league outside of scoring. But when I look at the landscape of the Buccaneers, I mean, Adam Humphreys is not under contract for 2019. Deshaun Jackson, everybody knows kind of the drama surrounding him and what may or may not come of it. Uh, I mean, even Mike Evans said he hopes to see Deshaun Jackson come back. And if there's anybody in that locker room is probably closer to Deshaun Jackson than Mike Evans is, I don't know who that person would probably be. So for him to say he's hoping he comes back really actually is not a good sign to me about the prospect of him being back in 2019. So that being said, that's why a guy like Penny Hart really starts to kind of turn your turn your wheels a little bit as a Buccaneers guy because the Bucs could actually have a need for a wide receiver coming up in the draft. Now, if if the draft were today, which obviously is not for good reason, I would probably say third, fourth round would be a good spot for the Bucs to invest in another wide receiver. What are the chances Penny Hart is still on the board or do you even think he'll be there even later than that uh, for the Bucs to possibly target? I think it kind of depends on how he performs uh, at the combine and and how he tests out and how everything kind of shakes out from here to then. Um, I I think right now, potentially looking at maybe the third round, you could see him there. There are quite a few wide receivers that people are really excited about, but you know how the draft is. It really, it really, we all projected to go one way and then the teams all go 
all offensive line heavy or defensive line, or they go position by ways. And then all of a sudden it kind of, it, it just starts domino falling. Um, so I think he would be a guy who, as a, as we know, uh, you guys know, I know Bruce Arians very well as mm-hmm. a Bruce Arians, uh, like long time I've watched his offenses and know him well, Penny Hart in that offense would be a dream. But uh, mm-hmm. for me, I got to see more than just a week of senior bowl because there's a reason that there were some concerns coming in. Right. Uh, right. And, and I do think, I do think you got to see a little bit more than that. And I know that uh, my guys, like I mentioned at the draft, and we're going to go back and watch uh, some of his tape a little bit more throughout the season and get a full evaluation. So I think it's, it's, it's one of those like pay attention, right? Watch him, keep an, keep an eye on it. Um, one of the things that's good to mention about, about Hart is it's hard to project him out because at Georgia State he had a quarterback that wasn't great. <laughs> right. So it's it's hard hard to to look at these wide receivers and go, oh well, he didn't put up great numbers. Yeah, he didn't put up great numbers. He didn't have a good quarterback. Uh, and, and that's that's always I think that's why he probably didn't have a lot of buzz coming in, um, which is why things like the Senior Bowl are so important for for guys like Penny Hart. So to to your question exactly with with Penny Hart and and with Tampa Bay, I mean I think that would. Any offensive player is exciting when you have Bruce Arians as your head coach. Uh, hmm. A guy who can line up in the slot who's very fast, um, like Penny Hart, is is extra exciting. And especially if you got Deshaun Jackson, you know, if he's leaving, and and you think about having, you know, Mike Evans, and then you add a guy like Penny Hart into that mix, I think that that core, that group, could be really, really strong, um, even with losing with losing Jackson. Paige, another guy that was generating a, a lot of buzz was Dalton Risner, the mm-hmm. tackle from from Kansas State. You know, offensive tackle with with the struggles that Donovan Smith had, and and there was some issues. You know, on the left tackle side, you're starting to see Demar Dotson age a little bit. You know, it's it's obviously a position that's going to have to be addressed one way or another. Whether it means they bring back Donovan Smith, they draft someone, they they look for someone in free agency. It's a position that the Bucks definitely need. But some would also say that that they see Risner as someone who can move inside. With with the Bucks having need at at the tackle positions and at guard. Do you think that this is a guy the Bucks fans need to kind of pay a little bit of attention to that he could in fact be on the radar and be the kind of guy that that Bruce Arians would look for in his offensive line to help regenerate the the running attack and and help keep Jameis Winston upright? Yeah, I think that's a, a super important aspect of this draft coming up for Tampa Bay is making sure that that Jameis uh, has protection uh, because we know the talent's there from an arm perspective, but we got to make sure the you guys got to make sure that he's he's getting protected properly, and that's going to allow for the run game to really open up. So I think if you're talking about Dalton here, I think it, it's a good guy to pay attention to, and I would just be paying attention closely to this offensive line class uh, in general because I think it's important position of need for Tampa Bay. Um, it really is in a position of needed nearly across the NFL. Um, there's not enough great offensive linemen playing in the NFL anymore. It's, if you look across the league, there's no team that would say, oh, we don't have to get better at protecting the quarterback. Uh, that's, that's pretty much a, a thing that, that has every team would like to be better. Um, and I think this, the best part about what happened with Dalton Risner, Risner is he was a guy that going into the week was a lot of question marks about whether or not he could play that position, whether he would have to move inside. Um, and he was very vocal about he, being here for the receipts. So 
if you are, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, my nickname is Petty Page. So I love <laughs> him because he was very petty in that he used it as motivation to really prove people wrong all week long and was very vocal about that. And, and listen, if there's anybody that, like the chip on the shoulder thing, it works. Ask Tom Brady. He's had a chip on his shoulder for 19 years playing in the NFL. Um, if you can, if you can take that and you can, you know, kind of use that as extra motivation to, to push yourself through, um, that's never a bad thing. And I think it was, he was one of the nastiest players on the field. And I mean that in the best way possible. Uh, he was so, he, he just stood out all, all weekend or all week long. Um, and, and Kyle Krabs, who, who works with me at the Draft Network, said that after reviewing his tape, he really thinks that he could play a tackle in the NFL. Um, and he's going to be somebody we watch closely into the combine for his stock to continue to rise. And specifically, there was one moment where he and Zach Allen, who had a lot of buzz around him coming into it, ended up actually getting into a into a fight. Um, and they, they, they had a, a pretty much, they went at it all afternoon on, on Thursday. And it was... Uh, it was interesting to see the two of them go back and forth and watch watch Dalton really hold his own against somebody that everybody had a lot of excitement about in Zach Allen. So I think it, I think this is definitely a player that the Buccaneers fans need to pay attention to because I think anybody would be would be happy to have this guy uh, get drafted and help protect their quarterback. Awesome, yeah, I'm I'm sold. Let's draft him now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there were some people commenting like you know his arms are too short, stuff like that, and. Uh... You know, I mean, there, there's guys making very good careers who people said were too short or their arms are too short, or their hands are too small or, you know, whatever. So good to see that he's taking that in stride and not letting him hold it down, hold him down. Staying in, staying with the offensive line, who are some guys that you've known? Honestly, I mean, senior bowl or not senior bowl, just who are some offensive linemen? Because the Buccaneers have, you know, three positions of need at offensive line that most people would argue. And I mean, I, I had a fan today comment to me that they believe Ryan Jensen's only safe uh, for 2019 because of the amount of dead cap space he holds on his contract this year. So really, I guess some Bucks fans think there's even four positions of weakness along the offensive line. So obviously, that's going to be kind of a focus going into this offseason, this this new league year. So who are some of your favorite guys uh, on the offensive line in this year's draft class? Uh, if you want to check out the latest mock draft, uh, this is a nice cheap plug for, for my guy Kyle Krabs. He has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking Jonah Williams from Alabama. Uh, that would be a strong pick to me. Um, at pick number five, I do believe it's a uh, position of need and Jonah Williams is, uh, very, very well regarded amongst the entire community, uh, the entire draft community. So I think that, that to me, uh, it's perfect timing because that, that dropped today. So it's a, it's a good time for everybody to go read and, and see, um, regardless of whether or not Donovan Smith walks, uh, this pick makes sense. Um, he can step in at left tackle. Uh, replace Smith, uh, Smith to right guard. Um, it, I think there's a lot it, from a Tampa Bay perspective. It, I think he would make a lot of sense, but he's a guy who he might even go earlier than that. Um, it just kind of mm-hmm. depends on thing, how, how things shake out. If Arizona moves out of that pick, um, somebody really wants to get Dwayne Haskins. Um, if, if somebody really wants to get Kyler Murray, I think things, you know, how things shake out. Nobody's talking about quarterbacks right now, but let's see what happens when Kyler Murray's flinging the ball around at the combine. Uh, it's, it, it, you know, things, things like that tend to happen. Uh, but with Tampa, I, I mean, I think Jonah Williams would, would make a lot of sense. Cody Ford's another guy, uh, from Oklahoma that people are really excited about that could go really early on. Um, those are probably the two guys. If you're looking at that first pick for Tampa Bay, that I think would be, would be worthy of that first pick there, um, that are good enough, that are sure enough that would walk in and play 
right away for Tampa Bay. If they're not going to address that position right away, um, and they're going to wait till later on in the draft, we'll see. Uh, with me, if I'm, if you think if, if Bruce Arians and Jason Light sit down and say, listen, this is a serious position of need for us, and I know you look at the defensive side of the football and you go, yes, there's a lot of holes here as well. Um, but I think with injuries, and I actually love the linebacking core there, and I think with health and, and Todd Bowles and his system, uh, I think it's gonna you're going to see some changes there dramatically. Um, just from a systematic standpoint that are going to help that team maximize its potential. But don't be surprised if Tampa Bay, if the Bucks take uh, an offensive lineman with that fifth overall pick. And I think it would be a good pick. One of my favorite things from when you guys covered the Senior Bowl was the picture that was posted of you and Carmen. I absolutely <laughs> loved that. That was awesome. <laughs> Um, we're actually, we're going to have Carmen on tomorrow's show for, for, you know, announcement for our listeners. And we're going to talk the defensive side of the ball at the senior bowl with Carmen. So we're, you know, we're excited to have the two of you back to back. But of course, as you mentioned early on, you have your hands full right now. You're in Atlanta, uh, you know, for, for business, not, not necessarily pleasure. So what is it that you guys have on tap at, at the super bowl and, are we going to see a, a similar kind of, of coverage at the scouting combine with the guy, with the live videos that you guys were putting up? Because those were incredible. I had a blast watching mm-hmm. those. I wasn't able to watch a lot of the live stuff on NFL Network, so I would hop on. I would find your guys' videos, and, and I would get caught up that way. So are we going to see something similar for the combine as well? Yeah, you guys are definitely going to see a lot of that uh, for the combine, maybe even more. So we're thinking about potential of maybe even four four live combine shows. Um, very similar to what we did, uh, including another mock draft uh, to close out the week on a mock draft Monday at the end of the combine. So thinking that's, that's a little teaser, pretty sure that's what we're going to lock in. We're definitely going to be doing live shows. It's just going to be between two and four. So thinking we're pushing for, for more video content. It seems like it was very well received. Um, a lot of people with a lot of good feedback and love. It's, it's officially mock draft season. So we're pretty excited about that um, and, and hosting all that content for the NFL Combine, so you're definitely you're definitely going to see that. And I love that you love the picture of, of me and my girl Carmen because we're both <laughs> Chicago girls. We both grew up in Chicago, um, and we're both not not there anymore. We're both our past took us into sports and to different places. So our common bond is our love of Bruce Arians now. And, and I gave her some good inside tips, so I know she's going to be bringing uh, bringing some great content to Buccaneers fans. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Bucks, and 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 she's a she's a great girl. So I'm excited for you guys to have her on and talk about the defensive side of the football because we sat with each other for a lot of the uh, of the last day of Thursday of practice and and watched a lot of the guys together, which was really fun to do. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I did a uh, I did like a daily recap. I skipped day two because of the weather. There really wasn't a whole lot of of stuff coming out of Mobile, but I did like a daily recap from the Senior Bowl and. Uh, as soon as you guys uh, put that picture up, I told James, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the opportunity to kind of uh, cheaply plug our podcast. And, and I was like, hey, Locked on Bucks was in Mobile. Not really, but two of our favorite guests were. <laughs> you know, so uh, kind, of, kind of threw that out holding there. It, holding, it, hold, holding it down for our guys. We, uh, we'll report <laughs> back to, to the Locked on Bucks podcast. So we're all, we're all go. good with that. We'll, we'll be an extension of the brand. Fantastic. Yes. We'll have to we'll have to ship you some polos as soon as we we get them if that ever happens. Perfect, I'm in. <laughs> All right, Paige. Well, as as well, it's only the second time on the show, but as always, it's great to talk to you. Uh, great to hear everything you have to say. Um, what's coming up with uh, TD Fantasy? What's coming up with the Draft Network? Um, I hear there's a new feature coming up on the website that people might be excited about. 
Oh, man, there is hella stuff coming to the draftnetwork.com. So number one thing you need to do is go to the draftnetwork.com and get yourself acquainted with what you are going to get addicted to for the entirety of the draft season. So that is that is the – listen, I don't write any of this stuff, so it's not – this is not like a – like I'm biased towards these guys. I've worked with these guys. I've worked with other guys and I know what's good and what's not. And they're the best. They do the most work. Uh, they were up. I mean, these guys were grinding when, when Kyle says grinding the tape, they're not exaggerating. They, that is all they did. They watched football and they watched tape and uh, it shows with the, the level of professionalism it makes my job as a host really easy. Uh, when you, when everybody that you're hosting with knows what they're talking about. So you should definitely check out the draftnetwork.com. I have a video interview that's coming at the end of the week, uh, from Atlanta with a couple of defensive players that I'm going to get to talk to who are current NFL guys, which is exciting. Uh, and I'm out at, at, at Super Bowl this week with Jake Arians and I are both out there. Uh, TD Fantasy podcast, we drop live. Our Super Bowl special was out today. Uh, the whole crew's out at, at Super Bowl week. I'm hosting red carpet from Mike Dicka and Ron Jaworski's party. So I'm all over the place. I got a million things going on. So you can follow along on, on Twitter because that's kind of the best way to keep up with everything uh, that's going on. All right. Well, Paige, again, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate some of your time and, and talking a little senior bowl with you. And hopefully if all the stars align, David and I will be in Indianapolis for the combine. So uh, we'll get to meet up over there. Yeah, that'd be great, guys. You uh, keep in touch. Oh, absolutely. Well, and hopefully we'll have you back on before the combine. But if all else fails, can't get the schedules to work out, hopefully we'll see you in Indianapolis. And for all of our listeners, of course, you can check out everything that Paige is doing over at the Draft Network at the TD Fantasy Podcast that she does with Jake Arians. And make sure you follow her on Twitter at the underscore sports page. That's P-A-I. G-E. You can check out everything that David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DH82 underscore Bucks. Come back tomorrow as we talk the defensive side of the ball at the Senior Bowl with the one and only Carmen Vitale. Thank you all so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh yeah, girl. Now hold your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if they like fish and grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh yeah, girl. Now, my oral illustration be like stimulation to the